to another episode of High on Horror. I'm one of your hosts, Miles, and I'm joined today by Josh. What up, Josh? What up? And Chris. What's up, Chris? Yo, yo. What's going on, guys? Oh, another another beautiful day in the neighborhood, my friend. Did you guys do anything spooky since we last chatted? Yes. I have still been playing Evil Dead the game. I'm on a 25-win streak, which each one of those games is 30 minutes. So you do the math on how many hours of winning that is. <laughs> um, so that's been fun. I'm streaming that on my Twitch account through uh, Geek Peak. So that's twitch.tv slash geekpeakpod if you want to come watch me play. But I've been playing the fuck out of that. And on top of that, I went and saw the new A24 horror movie from Alex Garland, who did Annihilation and Ex Machina. Um, it's called Men. That was a great movie. It was weird as fuck at the end. I really, really liked the film, but it, I mean, it like had one of the weirdest scenes I've seen in a minute. Um, a lot left to be interpreted. But overall, it had some really, really good scary scenes that I thought were very well shot and like the tension was super high. So I would recommend it. I thought it was really good. Hell yeah. I can dig it. Is it about like all men are evil? No, it's like it's like a drama uh, around like a traumatic event that happens to the main character. And so she goes out to the country and rents this country home to kind of like recover from said trauma. And then like, there's like just something off about the men in the, in the film. And she only interacts with men throughout, except for her friend that she FaceTimes. So it's, it's good. I, I would recommend watching it. It has, has some really, really memorable scenes that will be like in my head rent free forever. Hell yeah, the Stepford husbands. Um, <laughs> Josh, what about you? Uh, I started rewatching Vampire Diaries. <laughs> That's horror adjacent. Whew. It's a brave man to admit that. I've heard it's good. Although it's not as yeah, people get their fucking heads ripped off. It's, it, that's horror. That's horror. There's vampires and werewolves and all of those sorts of shit. <laughs> right on. And the chicks are hot. So I mean, there's nothing you can complain about. <laughs> This is true. I heard that the uh, the prequel to that show, the originals, is very good as well. I haven't watched that, but if you like like Buffy or anything like that, you'd like this show. It's the same type of shit. It's just cool stuff and lots of blood. Like it, they don't hold back for a fucking CW show. They literally rip people's fucking heads off and punch their hearts out left and right. Hell yeah! Okay, maybe I judge <laughs> too harshly. They're snapping necks and stabbing each other and shit. It's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's okay, Miles. When I first heard about it, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, God, a vampire show on the CW? No. I thought it was on yeah. ABC Family. I think that's really what was. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> no, pretty good. Hell yeah. Speaking of ABC Family, today we're talking about something a little more family oriented. The kids cartoons from our youth that were spooky. And uh, pretty cool little Halloween specials and stuff. Um, I guess we'll just go around in a circle and chat about them. Uh, Josh, hit us with your first one. Uh, I'm going to go with Gargoyles. Yeah. Which was a show I was really into when I was a little kid. 
and they keep teasing that they're gonna bring it back or make a movie or something and i would totally take that as a live action movie hell yeah i'm gonna read the description in in uh, my epic narrator voice which is the open narration to the show but it tells you everything about the show <laughs> it says 1000 years ago superstition and the sword ruled it was the time of darkness it was a world of fear it was the age of gargoyles. <laughs> Stone by day, warriors by night. We were betrayed by the humans we were sworn to protect. Frozen in stone by a magic spell for a thousand years. Now, here in Manhattan, the spell is broken and we live again. We are defenders of the night. We are gargoyles. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But yeah, basically humans turn them into stone permanently until the castle rises above the clouds because they're in like scotland and then a billionaire ta- literally takes that castle and puts it on top of a skyscraper in new york city which then breaks the curse and then they are free to become gargoyles again <laughs> is that xanatos yeah xanatos by, uh, voiced by jonathan frakes yep. from star trek <laughs> and the main gargoyle goliath is voiced by uh keith david Fuck also yeah. known as spawn <laughs> yeah, Keith David's sick in that show. I'm surprised you didn't pick Spawn for this, Miles. Eh, you know. <laughs> Is it because it's not a kid's cartoon? <laughs> that might be why, yeah. It's pretty yeah. intense. Dude, Gargoyles, though, I on Disney Toon Channel, like that was just cartoons, they would play an episode at 10 p.m. and 10.30 every single day. And I didn't miss a single episode. I went through the whole series at least once, if not twice. Yeah, it's great, great shit. There's a there's a sexy lady gargoyle, Goliath's <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> She's a bad guy. There's a dog. <laughs> they can all fly except this dog gargoyle who is just a dog with gargoyle face. And there's a fucking cyborg gargoyle because he gets smashed when he's in stone and then they, they make him into a robot. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> the old wise one, he's like, why must I have a name? Does the river have a name? They're like, the river's called Hudson. He's like, then I am Hudson. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Did you watch Gargoyles as a kid, Chris? Hell yeah. I don't think I ever saw the episode when you see the, the android gargoyle, the cyborg one. Yeah, there's a robot. Him up. Cold Stone. <laughs> Cold Stone, that's right. Not to be confused like, with like the creamery. The creamery. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> The most badass of ice cream stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they should make an ice cream and like mix screws into it. <laughs> Cold stone. But yeah, it's a great show. If you've never seen Gargoyles, you're missing out. I really like that show. I, I'm just now, I'm just now putting together that all of them were named after different parts of the city, except for <laughs> Goliath except and for Demona. <laughs> Demona, that's her name. Yeah. I uh, I really look her up and tell me she isn't boner material. She's fucking fine. Oh yeah, she's got a ripped <laughs> a open top. Lady. Oh yeah, and she kicks everybody's asses all the time. <laughs> yeah, she's sexy because she feels like she might hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> like she Hulk. <laughs> like She Hulk. Cradle me in your stone arms, Demona. <laughs> um, yeah, no, gargoyles is good stuff. I remember I had one of their their toys as a kid. Um, and I, I like the like very dark tone of that show in general. It's well, cool. Whoa, that just unlocked a memory in my brain. 
I remember watching a new episode in the 90s in my dad's house, and my dad was just sitting there doing something, and he looked up and he's like, Miles, why don't you ever watch nice things? They're talking about killing things and killing each other, and this guy just grabbed his sword and his hand is bleeding. Like, this isn't good for kids. And I was like, this is the best show. Shut up, dad. Yeah, he's like, now watch this movie with titties in it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, I just rented you Bride of Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> Shut off these cartoons. Watch these adult programs. <laughs> uh, Chris, what's your first one here? Uh, so, mine, it's specific episodes, but, like, the horror elements of it had to be talked about. I'm talking about Teen Titans. The Raven-centric episodes, like the one where she's in the tower... And it's like a horror movie where her powers are manifesting and she doesn't know it. And it like takes the rest of the Titans into darkness. And it's just, it's a really, really great episode. Um, that one always stood out to me. And then honestly, the entire plot of like Beast Boy and Terra and Raven summoning um, her father. Trigon. Trigon, yeah. Uh, summoning him and like bringing about the end of the world and all the demons that were summoned and how he wants to just like watch the earth burn. That show got dark. There is a Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go movie where the two Trigons from each dimension wind up fusing together and they become Hexagon. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I never watched any of those shows. I couldn't get like, I don't know, maybe I was just, there was a period of my life where I was like, I'm old enough not to watch cartoons anymore. I'm 13. And there was a, a stint of my life where I just, like, shunned cartoons. And uh, Teen Titans was in that period. Oh, it was so good. I fucking yeah. loved Teen Titans, and I was almost a full-grown man at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Teen Titans. I actually went back and rewatched some of the episodes uh, probably, like, two months ago. Because they're on... I want to say they're on HBO. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... That show is still great. And I watched like one or two episodes of Titans Go. I don't really like the animation style, but the show itself is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty um, funny. <laughs> yeah, and I want to see the the Teen Titans movie, but like kind of going circling back to the horror stuff, like at the age I was at, I was like, damn, this show is edgy as hell. And like also the battles between uh Robin and Slade were always like very epic and very dark. Like you never knew if Robin was just gonna finally snap and kill Slade. Which was <laughs> Yeah, they're very like psychologically like psychological horror between Slade and Robin. And it's weird because they made the show so dark, yet they were like, We can't call him Deathstroke. <laughs> we have to call him Slade. This is for children. <laughs> Now, dude, that never made sense to me. Is is he known as Slade anywhere else in like comics or anything? It's because his real name is Slade. His name's Slade Wilson. <laughs> yeah, but like no one calls him Slade when he's wearing the Deathstroke mask, right? No, it's only in that show because he's because they couldn't call him Deathstroke because they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't use the word death in a children's program. In the Arkham games, cool. they call him Slade. Yeah, yeah, because his his real legal name is Slade Wilson. <laughs> Now, which Robin is it in this cartoon? Is it, like, Tim Drake or Jason Todd? I think it's Dick Grayson, but I'm, they yeah. don't really ever use their real names. Yeah, I think it's Dick Grayson because he does go on to, like, be... I think he's Nightwing by the end of it. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, the show doesn't end with him being Nightwing, but, like, then they have, like, the... 
the he becomes young. Nightwing and Teen Titans go a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, is he? I can't even remember if this is actually a continuation, but like Young Justice is that just like a completely different universe? I think it's a different universe, but yeah, I mean, it might as well be a sequel. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I really liked Robin in. This is my favorite version of Robin. Is Teen Titans Robin? Hmm. He's he's awesome. Um, but yeah, if you're feeling bored, Miles, that's a show. That's one that holds up. I'd, I'd definitely give that a give that a watch. And the episodes with Raven, man, they were scary. She was literally like out of control of her darkness powers and was just like pulling her teammates into the walls and stuff and like create like summoning like monsters in their in their tower. Hell yeah! Yeah, Raven Raven's a badass motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I, hard. I don't know much about her, but she seems to save the day in all of the DC cartoons that they make, the DC animation, sorry. like She's she's half a demon. Yeah. Her father is, is like the ruler of a hell-type dimension. His name's Trigon. He's yep. this gigantic demon monster. <laughs> <laughs> He's sick. And she's like prophesized to bring about the end of the world by resurrecting her father. Interesting. Yeah, I want to check that out. That sounds awesome. So I think we'd be. Re- oh, you want to keep talking about it? No, no. I was just gonna say, Miles, what do you got next on uh, on our list of of cartoons that are horror or horror adjacent? Perhaps my favorite cartoon of all time. Something extremely formative to the mind of Miles. That would be Courage the Cowardly Dog. We interrupt this program to bring you Courage the Cowardly Dog Show, starring Courage the Cowardly Dog. A as a pup. He was found by Muriel, who lives in the middle of nowhere with her husband, Eustace Bay. But creepy stuff happens in nowhere. It's up to Courage to save his new home. Stupid dog, you made me look bad. <laughs> yes. How do, it's it's such a good show. He's always like every episode is some sort of horror thing, and he's like trying to trying to tell the bags his old bag par- like owners. <laughs> he's always trying to be like, oh no, look out! But he can't talk, so he's like a ba double, a ba double, a ba double, and it's so good. <laughs> he has a hole in one of his teeth, and it changes depending on the position he's in. And uh, yeah, he's he's fucking hilarious, and at the same time, they're like cats there's a bad guy named cats he's a cat but he always like six monsters on them and stuff i know a lot of people <laughs> who were scarred by this cartoon what was you guys relationship with courage the cowardly dog i definitely was very scared at a couple of them specifically the freaky fred the you're very naughty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one freaks out a lot of people yeah he was creepy as hell but yeah no i, lo- I love this one uh the the spirit of the harvest moon was also terrifying Mm -hmm. um it actually looked like it was from a horror movie from like the 20s and yeah that was i remember being like jesus christ what am i watching right now (laughs) um but yeah no i i really really liked courage i thought it was always very funny um and like they did a good job of like it wasn't necessarily outright scary, but it was definitely very creepy and eerie. What about <laughs> you, Josh? I love that show. I feel like the old man is my spirit animal. Yeah, <laughs> he's always abusing the dog. <laughs> you like, I'm that. I'm that crotchety in my soul. <laughs> Dude, I could quote this like, "Not enough macaroni, too much cheese." <laughs> like, it's so good. But I love. 
I love the old lady. She's so nice. She's so sweet to Coach. She's the best. <laughs> and she reminds that's me of my the, grandma. That's the one word he can say. Mariel! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's an episode where frogs take over the house and they are wearing the Budweiser crown. <laughs> There's three of them, like the old school cartoons. <laughs> or commercials, rather. They just recently did a, a crossover with Scooby-Doo, finally. Did they? Oh, shit. Yeah. Because they teased it. Yeah, they teased it back in the day, and they it was only for their little interstitial commercials. They never actually did a crossover. So then they finally did one, like, last year or the year before. Damn. That sounds dope. That sounds... Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to have to check that out. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. There's an episode where it's, like... There's a guy trying to do science experiments on everybody, but he has like a version of It's a Small World where it's like all about flan, like the the <laughs> baklava, not the dessert. Baklava, the dessert, yeah, like the gelatin egg custard dessert. And like instead of It's a Small World after all, it just says flan to see flan. And sometimes <laughs> that shit just gets stuck in my head. <laughs> like, oh but it's it's so good like there's a scene where there's a spider trying to kill miriam when she's in a bubble bath so her boobs and stuff are covered by <laughs> bubbles and she's like holding the spider back with her toes it's so fucking funny <laughs> uh, and uh little known fact you can get the guy who voices courage to give you a cameo he does the cameo oh. pay him 30 dollars, and he'll go up a double at you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my so, god. Back around yeah. the Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, um another one that was really creepy was King Ramses. That was like the you know, he's like the Pharaoh ghost, but he's just like this tall, slender, like I don't know. He just reminds me of what a wraith would look like in real life. Like he looks like he'd come at you through a cornfield. Super, <laughs> super creepy. Super creepy. Oh, and um, every episode there was a guy that's like, watch where you're going, you fool. You guys remember him? <laughs> every episode yeah. he pops up in it. Dude, yeah, this show's great as well. This is one I feel like I probably should go back and rewatch because this is this would probably still be engaging now that I'm an adult. <laughs> it definitely holds up. I watched it a couple of years ago and they had a few seasons on Netflix and I watched through everything they had and I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Um, Josh, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is a show from the mid-90s called Extreme Ghostbusters, which I fucking was obsessed with as a kid. Uh, when I was a little kid in the 80s, there was a show called The Real Ghostbusters, which was just an animated version of Ghostbusters. And then this was a sequel series where they, you got like all new Ghostbusters. Hmm. And... But it has some fucking horrifying episodes. <laughs> like the first, the pilot is like a two-parter and it's super scary. And then there's an episode that is basically Hellraiser in animated form. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's cool. about a writer who like creates these. He creates Cinnabites, basically. The main guy is a guy. He's not. He's not Pinhead, but he has a fucking saw blade in his skull. Whoa. <laughs> And he has like little minions. Like one guy has uh, dentist drills for hands. <laughs> Whoa! And yeah, it's super creepy. And basically, like they come to life from his writing, and then they force him to keep writing so that they can stay alive. Whoa! This sounds familiar. I might have seen this yeah. episode. 
they like have him like tied to a, ch- a chair with a typewriter in front of it, and he has to keep writing, or they're going to kill him. <laughs> wow. And but yeah, there's a whole new cast. Egon's older and has a ponytail, and he he brings about a new group of Ghostbusters. One's in a wheelchair. One's black. One's a girl. You know, <laughs> that, the integration. That's how they did it in the nineties. One's Hispanic, and it was it was great. You had to go. Everybody could. Uh, could relate to the Ghostbusters now. They represented everybody. I thought it was super progressive for its time. And it was just fun. They rebuild the Ecto-1. Slimer's there. It's fucking fantastic. They build all new uh, packs, so they all have their own like unique ghost uh, hunting packs and, and a new ghost trap. And it's fucking awesome. I loved it. It was so cool. I don't know if yeah. other than that episode I've ever seen any of it. No, I haven't either. It's the same style if you've ever seen like uh, the Godzilla cartoon. Yeah. For the, like from the '98 Godzilla movie, the like all those spinoff show Men in Black stuff like that. It's the same animation style as that, but the music is all the same as Ghostbusters the movie, and it's super creepy and it's very dark, and I fucking loved it. There's a an episode of the real Ghostbusters with this like Freddy Krueger esque ghost uh, that goes into your dreams. And he comes back in Extreme Ghostbusters, and it's even creepier than it was in the original one. <laughs> he, like, haunts your nightmares. Damn. Yeah. So go check that out, people. Extreme Ghostbusters. I think it's on Hulu. That's where I was watching it last time I watched it. That sounds dope as fuck. Hell yeah. Yeah, it is dope as fuck. Uh, Chris, what do you got for us? So the next one was uh, a Nickelodeon show that is also about ghosts, actually, called... Danny Phantom. Oh, hell yeah. Gotta catch him all because he's Danny Phantom. Catch him all because he's Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. Um, yeah, big fan of this show in general. Um, music was sick. Costume design for Danny was awesome. Um, and he's almost like Spider-Man, but Ghost Hunter, which was a cool, cool idea. Um, some of my favorite characters, we got Vlad Masters, who is basically Dracula. He's like Danny's arch enemy. Um, he's freaking awesome. Uh, Skulker who is the Ghost Zone's greatest hunter. He reminds me of um, Kraven the Hunter from Spider-Man, but ghost version. Uh, we have Ember McLean, who is a ghost rock star. And when she sings, she makes Danny fall in love with her uh, and other people. Um, that She's one of my most like memorable villains out of all of, uh, all of Danny Phantom. I also liked all of the different tech that they had to catch ghosts. I thought that was all really cool. Like the, the prison box that they used and, you know, a lot of it was definitely taken like, uh, it's like, uh, value brand ghostbusters, but it, it, I think it played well. Um, and I really liked the actual ghost zone, which was like another dimension that they could go into. I always found the episodes when they were actually in the ghost zone. Very cool. You had like Walker, who was like the cowboy ghost, (laughs) and um, Pariah Dark was fucking crazy. King of all, king of all ghosts was Pariah Dark, and yeah, he was he was pretty hardcore. Danny had to get all the other ghosts to team up with him to take that guy down, and then we'd be remiss to not mention the box ghost. 
I am the box ghost. <laughs> Beware. Um, but yeah, there's there's some really cool villains in this. Um, and this was a show where like you could put on any episode and I would always enjoy it. I specifically really liked the episodes with Vlad Masters where he was dealing with him as a human because Vlad was the only one who could turn into uh, a ghost while being a human as well, besides Danny. Um, and I really liked Danny's parents, how they were like always, you know, trying to prove ghosts were real. Meanwhile, Danny's like fighting a war. <laughs> <laughs> the dad's always a fucking idiot. Like every dad in these type of cartoons is a fucking moron all the time. <laughs> He's supposed to be a scientist. You created a portal to another dimension, yet you can't tell your son's fucking ghost. This is another one I never got to see during that period oh, of time. Yeah, I know what Danny Phantom looks like, so that's a step in the right direction, but I've never actually watched an episode of the show, but you guys make it sound fucking awesome. Danny Phantom is really cool. I'll still watch it today. Yeah, it's, uh... You know, it was like that sweet spot of, like teen kind of cartoons so it has that edginess just like teen titans um where it goes a little darker and so the there's like a couple episodes where the ghosts like take over the living world um at least the town that he's in and they're having to like basically fight as like the rebellion against ghosts which is really cool um overall though like i definitely would recommend checking this show out i think it's really I, I think it was like a really unique take on because we didn't have a Ghostbusters cartoon in like the 2000s that I'm aware of. So this was like really the only cartoon doing this kind of stuff at that point in time, which is cool. Hell yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. <sighs> so I guess I'm up next. Uh, my next one is a show that I was like, I saw a lot of it, but I wouldn't necessarily say I was into it, but I have fond memories of it. And that is The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. You guys ever see that? Yeah. Love that show. Jamaican, What's his name? Uh, What's the fucking guy's name? Grim? No, the, uh, the, the, uh, Kurt Russell-looking talk- motherfucker. You talking about Haas Delgado? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haas Delgado. He's literally an ash from evil dead character basically yes it's amazing i love it and uh the grim reaper is a jamaican dude Ah, oh, he's so oh, good God. and uh yeah they uh they basically go on little adventures in like hell and stuff and uh mandy is <laughs> so deadpan all the time like all these terrifying monsters pop up and try and scare her and she's just like i'm not impressed like, it's so good. <laughs> what happens, though? Like, something happens where the Grim Reaper has to hang out with them? I don't remember. Yeah, that's, like, the the OG plot, right? Like, doesn't he get, like... He yeah, gets... he's, like, indebted to them or something where he has to do what they say. Yeah, he's enslaved in a permanently unwanted friendship uh, because Billy and Mandy cheated in a limbo match against Grim. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah that's, that show is so good like it, it was edgy and mandy's definitely she steals the show and every and she always has the solution like she's like uh dib's sister in uh what's it called zim invader zim she just yeah. always like saves the day with zero effort meanwhile everyone else is freaking out all the time 
<laughs> well, she has to be because Billy is like legally mentally challenged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a real buffoon. <laughs> I like that they have like um, they bring in like a lot of the uh, classic horror icons in this, like Dracula, Wolfman, Boogeyman, um, throughout the show, and and like we said, Hostel Gato is just absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> Is he on the bullet train to Smartsville, or is he riding the slow pony to the rubber forest? Why I was so afraid of the dark, I never closed my eyes. Um, Josh, what's your next one? Uh, mine is, it's a uh, newer-ish to me, but it's like probably ten years old now. It's a Scooby-Doo show called Mystery Incorporated, which is really fucking awesome. I watched it with my kids, and it's not like your typical Scooby-Doo show. It's it has like a like a ongoing storyline, like there's story elements that cross over from episode to episode. So even though they're like hunting down a new bad guy every episode, you get like uh, like Shaggy's dating uh, Velma on the DL. Oh shit! Yeah, good. He doesn't want to tell his friends because like he doesn't want Scooby to get jealous. <laughs> Like, he doesn't want to risk his friendship with Scooby, so, like, she's all on. She wants that dick hard. And he's like, no, no, like, we can't. We gotta be careful so Scooby doesn't see us. And then they, like, wind up, they wind up breaking up because he's such a pussy and won't fucking, like, actually put in any effort to their relationship. And then, like, they're, like, just, they're not traveling the country. They're just in this town that's, like, the most haunted town in the world. So they just new things just keep popping up and like Fred's parents aren't his real parents. And then there's like an original Scooby-Doo gang that went missing. That was like all different people and stuff. It's really cool. It was really interesting. And uh, I definitely recommend checking it out. Is this is this live action or no, this is a cartoon. There's a new like, yeah, there's some new YouTube show that's been kickstarted called Mystery Incorporated. That's like Riverdale. (laughs) Oh, my God. I saw Where, a few like, episodes the of the drug dealer and shit. I saw a few episodes of this cartoon with my nieces and one sticks out in my mind because at one point Shaggy hits somebody with a shovel and he realizes it's a, it's a really effective weapon and he runs around just hitting everybody with a shovel. And I was like <laughs> watching this with my three year old niece and I'm like, this is pretty violent <laughs> for Scooby Doo. <laughs> it's good Damn. shit. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's apparently on HBO Max, but it got an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it as an adult. I didn't even look at it like as a kid show. It was just really good shit. Because it's not your typical Scooby-Doo where it's like breaking out into musical montages of them running through hallways and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do love that, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, this has, like, actual character development and stuff. It's really good. Speaking of Scooby-Doo, what's yours? Yeah. So, uh, my next one is also Scooby-Doo. However, um, I specifically wanted to reference Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. Return to Zombie Island. (laughs) Um, That is such an awesome Scooby-Doo film. That's probably my favorite Scooby-Doo property. And I, I love all of them. Like, all the different versions of the show. Um, even when they were kids. I forget what that one was called. Yeah, Pup Named Scooby-Doo. I love that <laughs> Yeah, <show. laughs> that one was sick, man. 
But out of all of the different renditions of Scooby-Doo, my favorite is definitely Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. You got the Civil War zombies. You got the werewolves. You got that dope song, Terror Time. It's Terror Time again. So good. So good. Yep. Oh, actually, I didn't realize there's two Zombie Island films. I don't think I've seen the sequel, but I'm, I'm talking about the original one from 98. Um, it's the one where one, they encounter real monsters. Yeah, that was cool. Cat werewolves. The cat werewolves were kind of kinky. <laughs> very, very naughty. That's some dangerous pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, did you ever see that one? Um, I don't think I've ever seen that one, no. I haven't seen a lot of the Scooby-Doo movies. It's real solid. I love that movie. I used to watch it just over and over. I eventually bought it on VHS, and I would skip to the credits just to hear, It's terror time again! And I would literally, like, turn my 8-inch TV up as loud as it would go and just be dancing <laughs> around singing that song. Oh, it's so good. Gosh, That's what I hear. Cool. Everybody says it. It's real good. It's so fun, dude. If, if you like Scooby-Doo, that's like one of the prime, like early 2000s prime Scooby-Doo events. <laughs> there's, I'll watch it. There's so many Cajun people, too. Like, there's a Cajun ferry driver that he's like, somebody falls out of the boat and he's trying to turn it around. They're like, turn it, hurry, hurry. And he goes, this thing don't turn on, uh, what did he say? This thing don't turn on no time. And I don't know why that's <laughs> stuck in my head. It's, it's real good. <laughs> <sighs> um, and it looks like they made a sequel to this uh, in 2010 called, sorry, 2020 called Return to Zombie Island. And I haven't seen that one, but I'm interested. Me too. Does it have Courage the Cowardly Dog in it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Uh, no, I don't think so. But it does have Elvira. Oh, hell yeah. She's hey. in a bunch of them. Yeah. I watched one not too long ago that had Elvira, and the big, the the bad guy at the very beginning was the Scarecrow from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, they cross over a bunch, Batman and Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah. But Batman wasn't in it. They just unmasked him, and they were like, Dr. Jonathan Crane, it's you. It's from, <laughs> all the way from Gotham City. Yeah, they did a uh, they did a crossover with Supernatural not too long ago as That's well. Yeah. Supernatural, and Supernatural, which is kind of cool. Hell yeah! Speaking of Elvira, uh, she did Playboy once, and it was fantastic. And that's the boob report. Thought I wouldn't get one in on the kids' show episode. Here it is. <laughs> she was basically well, known he... for just having huge tits, anyway. So yeah, she is. Whew. Still would. Uh, the the crossover is called Straight Out of Nowhere. Scooby Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. It came out in uh, September of 2021. Oh, so it's fresh! Wow. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's real new. I'm gonna have to literally like after this go and watch that because I fucking love Courage the Cowardly Dog so much. <laughs> um, so speaking yeah. of one-off events, my final one is the Halloween special for Angry Beavers. It's called I love Angry Beavers. <laughs> uh, just in the title alone, it's not geared towards children, but uh, it's called <laughs> the. Ooh, let me look at it. The day the Earth got really screwed up. 
it's, it's a parody of 1950s and 60s B horror movies, and like the the plot isn't. It's like a, it was like a big event. Like they advertised this shit the whole month, and it came out on Halloween. And uh, aliens land on Earth, and they possess Oxnard Montavo's manservant, Man Cervante. And uh, <laughs> it's it's so good. For Halloween, Daggett is a crawling spleen, and uh, Norbit is Oxnard Montavo. Montavo, and uh, it's the day before Halloween because they think they're going to corner the market on getting candy before anybody else. And uh, it's like really ambitious. Like they they follow all the old Hitchcock like camera angles and stuff. It's so good. Um, I've never seen that. I'll have to. I'll have to check that one out. That sounds. I feel like that. Like the cool thing about all of these, um, like even if it's not like a horror show, but it's just like specific horror episodes. It's like you can tell that the creators of these shows have like a love for the genre, and they really like nail that when they're like they kind of go. They take the show kind of out of context sometimes to just be like, all right, we're gonna go hard on a horror episode. <laughs> It's so good. It's on Paramount Plus, and it's nonstop laughs. Like they have like Johnny Quest animation, and like <laughs> it's so good. Like the Angry Beavers are normal, but all of the people are just like Johnny Quest looking. There's a scene where a guy picks up a bookshelf and he holds it over his head, and all the books land on his head <laughs> and <laughs> fuck him up. And like it's just amazing. There's a scene where the main girl is running with them. She stops. She like falls and she goes, "Oh." my ankle and then they start running again and she falls and she hurts her other ankle she goes both my ankles <laughs> it's like every scene anytime there's like an explosion or something crazy is happening they just cut to random footage of actual like sumo wrestlers stomping and like fish jumping out of water and like world war ii airplanes <laughs> it's, it's so good the monster like takes all of the color out of the world and it's up to the angry beavers to like stop him and bring all the color back to the world. And it's just fantastic. It's 23 minutes of pure joy. I laughed the entire time. I just watched it. The only thing I remember about Angry Beavers is the episode where they stop cutting their teeth. So and they, they just get longer and longer. And they grow out of proportion. Yeah. <laughs> they get all ganked up. Yeah, they... Uh, it is... Um, let me see here. They, the last line of the episode is, The Angry Beavers pulled it off without using their tongues and it's like that wasn't for kids <laughs> uh, so yeah angry beavers that specific episode it sticks with me forever i love that episode hell yeah josh what's your last I'll... one i did all of mine we oh you did all yours just kidding wait is that the I'll end g- of them I'll... all yeah yeah oh, well i'll give a i'll give an honorable mention to an episode of uh cowboy bebop called toys in the attic it's just a one-off episode where it's just like alien oh shit. it's the exact same plot as alien except for there's no the alien is just something they left in their fridge that went bad and <laughs> eventually came to life they got out of the fridge they were out of food so they went looking for food and they found this thing and then it just starts picking them off one by one <laughs> That sounds and amazing. And it gets down to it gets down to the point where there's just one of them, and he's got a flamethrower. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> like alien. I love it so much. That sounds fucking I'll give, awesome. I'll give my honorable mention to um, Love Death Robots. Uh, not technically a cartoon, but it is animated. Um, 
there's a couple horror esque episodes. Uh, some really, really good ones. I don't know if you guys have seen that show at all. They're all shorts. It's like an anthology series. I know, but um, I haven't watched it. Dude, oh my god! Uh, in the first season, there's one about these Russians fighting these demons that they opened a portal to hell. And they're fighting like hundreds of thousands of them. And they call in this massive airstrike and blow everyone up at the end. Um, oh, and that's animated like a fa- Final Fantasy game or like a World of Warcraft cutscene. It's hyper realistic. And then recently they just dropped the third season. This one's only seven minutes long. Um, it's called Night of the Mini Dead. And it's a zombie apocalypse done with like miniatures in stop motion. And it's so cool. And it's hilarious as well. Um, so if you like zombie stuff, that's definitely worth a watch. That's in season three. Hell yeah. I, uh, I don't, I don't have an honorable mention. Just like when I was a kid, the Halloween season was great and all, but what made it so great was the volume and fervor of all of the kids cartoons and shows that did halloween episodes it was the best time for tv it's everything was like amped up for halloween christmas is like oh this is sweet but halloween they're just like this episode of rugrats is gonna blow your fucking eyebrows (laughs) (laughs) prepare to shit your pants in terror (laughs) you'll be the one wearing the diaper (laughs) (laughs) it was so good um, you guys didn't ask me what I did horror related this week, and I, I played Skyrim and killed a, a coven of witches, and that was it. That's all I wanted to say. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dope. So, um, uh, yeah. Anything else you guys want to close on with cartoons? I love them so much. <laughs> and I will yeah. always love them, no matter how old I get. I feel like all of these get the Kakoa Shaw seal of approval, except for maybe Billy and Mandy. No, all of them. All of them. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I think all of them. They're all awesome. Honestly, I feel like everything we've talked about is stuff you could go back right now and rewatch and still enjoy, even if you had not watched the show like when you were younger. Yeah. Just like Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back full circle. <laughs> awesome. Well, we got some merch and stuff if you guys want to get Kokoa Shaw approved yourself. Yeah, go to our Threadless store, which is hhonhpod.threadless.com. Get some of our sweet, sweet swag dripping off your sexy body. Uh, if you have any ideas for merch or any ideas for episodes, be sure to hit us up on all our social medias. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, at hhonhpod. Yeah, anything else, boys? Socials. I just did that. Just kidding, you just did that. <laughs> I was belching. Just I didn't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I turned the volume down to belch. Sorry. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, well, folks, watch some cartoons and don't forget that life is tough. So why not get high on horror?